The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111 all right, Craig, thank you. Let's just dive right in. Hold off of the music. We've got John Lindsay standing by with the very latest. John, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Craig. Good afternoon, David. How you guys all doing uh, on this uh, beautiful Thursday afternoon? Well, we're good, John. I hope you're good as well. But you're telling me that it's already raining in Los Osos. It is. It is raining here in, in Los Osos. Stop it right there. And, um, yeah, yep, I mean, the, the beginning, the genesis of, of a major storm now is starting to arrive along the central coast of California. And uh, we're expecting uh, later on tonight uh, moderate gale force, the fresh gale force, 32 to the 46 mile per hour, gusts to 55 mile per hour southerly winds, and heavy rain should set in about 2200, about 10 p.m. Uh, tonight. And the winds uh, will continue uh, through tomorrow morning, and then they'll decrease uh, down to fresh or strong levels by tomorrow night. However, the rain will remain heavy uh, right through uh, 4 p.m. on Friday, and then that rain will turn to lighter, or that heavy rain will turn to rain by 2200 by 10 p.m. on Friday night. Then we're looking at showers on Saturday morning, ending by Saturday afternoon. Breaking the weather is expected on Sunday and Monday. Then another storm is expected to produce moderate to heavy rain on Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh. Now, at, at this time, we're expecting um, between three to five inches of rainfall in, in most uh, areas. However, those southerly facing slopes, because of orographic enhancement, will probably see between five to ten inches of rainfall, like such as the Cuesta Grade. Now, when you go along the ridge of the Santa Lucia Mountains above Morro Bay and Cayucas and Cambria and Big Sur, San Simeon, um, we're looking at rainfall amounts between 10 to 15 inches. Uh, right now, Rocky Butte could probably get more than 15 inches. So we're looking at 24 hours of heavy rain uh, starting tonight, continuing through Friday afternoon, and then uh, turning to rain by Friday night. So when you significant yeah. storm. When you joined us earlier in the week, John, you were saying it could go one of two ways. It was either going to be like one to two inches or it could be closer to four to five inches. Listening to you now, it sounds like we're heading in the more severe direction. We are, uh, with, without a doubt. And, uh, you know, looking at the surface charts and the upper-level charts, well, the upper-level charts are showing the jet stream coming from the Philippines, clean across the Pacific Ocean, uh, through Hawaii, and then up towards the Central Coast. And unfortunately, the Central Coast will, right, will be right in the bullseye of this atmospheric river, uh, this, this AR. It's, you know, used to call it the Pineapple Express, uh, meteorological circles we call turning on the hose. And unfortunately, the Central Coast will right will be right in the bullseye of of the storm track. And uh, you know, I'm sure that Highway One's going to really get a along the Big Sur coastline is going to be severely damaged. I, I can't imagine anything else happening in in that area. We're told, John. If I could jump in, we have uh, a couple uh, text messages coming in on the Stolberg Tatum text line. First one says that. It is raining in uh, San Luis Obispo out by fire station number one. 
Uh, second texter reports that it started raining big, big drops in the foothill area. Uh, right in the by what the area, Dave? in the foothill area, right by the old oh, KVC sure. tower by Cal sure. Poly. So foothill and Highway One. Yep, yep, that that totally makes sense. I haven't even looked looked at the uh, Doppler radar. Just been kind of stuck looking at the uh, at the models right now. So I'll I'll uh, bring up the uh, the Doppler radar here as we chat, John. Um, I've been told by other reports that tomorrow is going to be the most challenging. Yeah, especially tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, it's going to be extraordinarily stormy and uh, tremendous amounts of rainfall. You know, it, it, it is, like I said before, if you look at the upper-level charts and the surface charts, it looks a lot like March of 1995. And, uh, and we can all remember the damage that that particular storm had caused on San Luis, uh, received about eight and a half inches in, in about 24 hours. And this could maybe get up to the same levels of, of rainfall. Um, like March of 1995, the soil is very saturated now. We've had quite a few storms come through this winter. In fact, uh, many locations throughout the county are 175, 200 percent above normal uh, amounts of, of normal rainfall. So what I'm trying to say is the soil is very saturated. Uh, this lends to um, trees more easily toppling over because, of course, their their root system is is exposed to the softer ground, and you get these strong winds, and, and they topple over, and you know can cause power outages or, or unfortunately slam into people's cars or homes. So yeah, there's there's a lot to to be concerned about. If you don't have to go to work tomorrow, I would really advise staying at home. And then if you are at home, I would really start preparing now. You know, get those uh, gallon milk jugs uh, with frozen water in, in, your, in your freezer. So if you do lose power, you can take those out and, and put them in your refrigerator and keep your refrigerator cool. Uh, get some battery-operated flashlights with fresh batteries. Get a AM, FN transistor radio that operates on, on batteries or, or a hand crank so you can keep up with the latest and greatest uh, announcements. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of things you could do right now to prepare for, for the storm. We're also having a call that it's raining heavy now up in Atascadero. And it sounds like, John, from what you said at the beginning, we're going to get some heavy rain in the next couple of days. There'll be a short break, but then more rain on the way next week. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday, that particular storm looks like it's going to produce between two to four inches of, of additional rain. So, uh when, you know, right now they're releasing tremendous amounts of, of water from Lake Nansiamento. It was up to 90% of capacity. It's back down to 87% of capacity because they're releasing so much water as we speak to make room for, you know, to, to mitigate these possible floods. Um, I'm sure Lake Lopez will, will really uh, come up even more. Uh, right now, of course, Santa Margarita Lake is, a, is over 100 percent of capacity, and it's spilling as as we speak into the Salinas River. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a, a challenge for all our first responders. So, um, yeah, you know, thank them for all the hard work that they're doing to to, to keep the roads open, to provide transportation to to medical centers. Um, to fight fires, to keep the electricity on. There's, you know, it's going to be a real challenge on, on Friday for, for all these folks.
All right, John Lindsay, we appreciate the update. We'll be checking in with you, I'm sure, over the next few days. Please be safe and uh, fix that squeaky chair. Okay, I sure will, David. (laughs) All right, uh, John, uh, thank you very much. You're listening to News Talk 920 KVEC. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. Everything falls into place like the flick of a switch. Well, my mama told me there'll be days like this. It is at 3.15 on the Central Coast on this Thursday, March 9th, 2023. As we begin another edition of Hometown Radio, good to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Please uh, stay dry and please be safe and please keep it tuned right here to Hometown Radio. So um, we were going to be joined in this opening segment by uh, symphony conductor Michael Novak from uh, Orchestra Novo, but he's fighting a migraine and we wish the maestro well. Uh, But we will continue. Uh, on this broadcast today, after news at the bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by Debbie Nicholas and Jennifer Adams from the Lumina Alliance. Plenty to talk about with my guests. Dan Shadwell checks in at 4.05. What exactly is going on with uh, Kevin McCarthy and Tucker Carlson and Mitch McConnell and Fox News? Dan's our go-to guy on media issues. Plenty to talk about with him. And then during the second half of the show, we have a two-part discussion about homelessness. Right here on the Central Coast at 505, Becky McFarland and Pat West join us to focus specifically on what happened out on Kansas Avenue. Are they shutting it down or are they not shutting it down? And what's going to happen to the people who are out there and the people who need to get there? 605, Lance Parker talks about the struggles that government has on all levels trying to deal with this issue. It is a Dave Congleton show. Always your hometown radio talk show will get underway as we continue. KVC News Talk time is just about 321. I'm Dave Congleton. And look, it's the one, the only Mr. Craig Hill. Craig, good afternoon. Yellow, I'm here. Uh, we're getting some uh, questions, some comments here on the Stolberg Tatum text line about uh, some kind of incident taking place off the downtown by Peach and Choro. Do we have any update on this situation? There's paramedics and police? No, it's uh, it's been reported by the Tribune. Bob Threat closes. Uh, the road in San Luis right there at Peach. And uh, we also have a report from KSBY, the thousand block of Peach Street in San Luis. Uh, bomb threat, but there's been no actual information ascertained that's been reported as of yet. All right. I would just uh, stay away from that area because it sounds like there's some emergency vehicles there. Uh, please, please, please just be careful. Uh, Craig, stay with us, please, because uh, tomorrow I will be away. I'm taking the day off tomorrow. I will be back with you on Monday, but you'll be in good hands because the one, the only, Mr. Craig Hill will be taking over the show. Craig, what do you have planned? We have a fabulous show planned first, uh, 3 o'clock, 
the usual suspects pet and pie of the week. I don't know what uh, we're going to have yet. I've not heard either. Uh, and then four o'clock, ACI Jet CEO Bill Borgsmiller. He's going to be in. And uh, you've had him on kind of recently. I didn't know that because I was out um, that day. Uh, about a couple months ago. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, I, I think we're going to learn a lot from him. And we're going to talk about uh, air travel, private air travel to be specific. And uh, then at five o'clock, I was thinking about doing a last call. And I think I still might have last call available, but I'm going to have a topic actually. And I wanted to talk about what preparations the listeners have made in case there's an emergency, you know, you got this uh, bomb cyclone, or not bomb, this one's the flood, the uh, atmospheric river. Yeah. So with that coming, what prepping have you done? You know, I want to ask people to see if I can get some tips and find out what maybe I should do at my house. And then one thing that's really important, especially with people with kids, what do you do, what do you plan for with a power outage activity-wise? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but what do you, board games, is that the only thing you can go to? Or are there other things you can do? with kids during a power outage. Right. So that's tomorrow's show. And, and you'll then, have all the updates on if the case is any dramatic weather news, you'll have all that too. Yeah. All right. So uh, Craig and uh, Jim Richards will have the show tomorrow. I'll let Craig know what the pie is going to be when I hear from John Lynn. And then I'll be back with you on Monday. Next week is already taking shape. Uh, podcaster Chris Lambert is going to join us Monday at 5 o'clock. Um, I'll circle back on that in a minute. But I'm very pleased that he's going to be here. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Talia and Louis Ortega, father and daughter. They've been working together on a very special musical project. They're going to tell us about that. We just heard from John Lindsay. And I've invited John to come back on Monday and go into more detail. I'm I'm hoping that we just kind of get through the next few days. But obviously there's reason for concern. So we want to keep you updated on all the latest weather news. Also, next week, we always talk about the Stolberg-Tatum text line. It's been a long time since Jeff Stolberg has been with us, and we've never had his new partner, Mary Tatum, in the studio. We've talked on the phone, but never in the studio. So I'm looking forward to finally meeting attorney Mary Tatum. Joe Brittingham is going to join us. Michael Boyer is going to be here. Uh, Professor Armstead is going to give us the very latest on what's happening, not happening, involving Ukraine. Erica Crawford is coming in from uh, Morrill Bay to give us the very latest about what's happening out in Morrill Bay. Uh, we'll also talk about the upcoming San Luis Obispo Wine Classic. And if we ask nicely, maybe, just maybe, we'll have some free tickets to give away. So if you can tell from what I've just rattled off, we're we're basically booked for next week we're at the point now where we're just kind of staying one week ahead it's um i'm not used to that to tell you the truth and uh, we'll just keep marching along but yes uh tomorrow is a big day for the family of Kristen smart i jotted down the figure if you include tomorrow, it will have been 9,785 days. 9,785 days since Kristen Smart disappeared. It's been 9,785 days that Stan and Denise Smart and the other members of the family have wondered what happened to their daughter. Tomorrow morning... Around 9 a.m., Paul Flores is 
supposed to be sentenced. First, uh, family members and friends of the family will be allowed to make statements to the judge about the impact that this case has had on their lives. I expect it's going to be uh, dramatic and emotional. But sometime tomorrow, Paul Flores will be sentenced. As I noted in a Facebook thread today, I think it would only be appropriate if the judge would start by sentencing Paul Flores to 9,785 days in prison. And then maybe the judge would want to double that just for good measure. You know? So, my thoughts are with the Smart family today and tomorrow. Uh, They're absolutely wonderful people, and they have uh, been nothing but courageous in looking for justice. And the only downside to all this is that they still don't know what happened to their daughter, and chances are they never will. But uh, Chris Lambert, who has played a major role in this case uh, resurfacing and keeping the focus on things and helping to break major developments. He will be here on uh, Monday, and we're just going to look back over the last um, 26, 27 years, and he'll tell the story and give us reaction to what happens tomorrow in Salinas. So, off we go. We've got California Headline News, ABC Radio News. Craig will update us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. Our friends from Luma, Lumina Alliance are with us, followed by a conversation with Dan Shadwell, followed by our back-to-back discussion of homelessness on the Central Coast. That's a lot, but we'll get through it. You're listening to live, local, hometown radio. I'm Dave Congleton. Stay with us. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911.